Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of video games for a variety of genres and a variety of eras. I'm your resident podcaster, Ethan, and joining us to continue our journey through the Kanto region of Pokemon is Weekon. Hi, yes, uh, after a bit of a break here, uh, <laughs> the save battery in my game is still good, but we're all set to continue. So... This is the beginning of the end for us, because we are sort of very fastly approaching the end of Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Uh, We are now on Cinnabar Island, which is home to the seventh gym of the game, so let's just jump right in and go through what's available on Cinnabar Island. Uh, Yeah, yeah, so Cinnabar Island's the only, like, island in the game, the gym that is likes to be anti-social gym that keeps us distance from the rest of the region. Uh-huh. Um, we got, aside from uh, the Pokemon Center and the shop, um, the only two things on the island are the gym uh, and a, well, there's three things. There's the gym, um, there's a Pokemon mansion, um, and there's a uh, the research lab where you can uh, restore your fossil Pokemon. Yep. Uh, we covered the fossil Pokemon sort of as we encountered their fossils to, like... So, like, we covered the fossil Pokemon as we encountered their fossils and what they should do and, like, which ones you should pick and etc. So, seeing as we now finally have the opportunity to restore the fossil Pokemon, uh, let's just remind our viewers about where they can find the fossils if they missed out on that. Okay, yeah. So, these would be the fossils that you would get in mount moon which the first fossil you cannot skip you do have to get one because you fight that guy and he lets you pick one and he takes the other one um and then the other fossil was aerodactyl which you get at the uh, the pewter city museum mm-hmm. there's like a tree that you can cut that's next to it and there's a scientist in there who will give you an old ember mm-hmm. so that you can get aerodactyl uh now Sort of what the issue is with fossil Pokemon is uh, fossil Pokemon are unique. They're rock-type Pokemon, but they are different from traditional rock-types. They're sort of built differently, and they usually are stronger than traditional rock-types, but the issue with them is, like we said, we're at the seventh gym of the game. Uh, You're sort of approaching the end. Pokemon should be in the sort of mid-40 levels, and generally when fossils are restored, they're in their, they're at level 20. Uh, is that the case for Generation 1? What level are the fossil Pokemon when you get them? Uh, when you get the fossil Pokemon, uh, they're level 30. Okay, that's not so bad, and but... No, not really. It's a little low, but it's not that low, so you could very easily, like, if you have rare candies, give them, like, two or three, and they should be able to keep up, so... Yeah. Uh, well, like I say, I thought it was level 20, because that's sort of, like, the general sort of level that you restore them, but obviously, in every generation, uh, when you can actually restore fossil Pokemon, or when you actually get the fossils, do happen at different times. So, uh, but obviously we'll cover that as we cover those games. So, before we head to the Cinnabar Gym, there is the Cinnabar Mansion on the island. Um... Yes, so the Cinnabar Mansion, essentially what's going to happen is uh, if you restore your fossil Pokemon and you're like, oh, I can use my fossil as a protect to fight this gym. Uh, you go to the gym and the gym is locked and you can't go inside. And it's because 
there is a key inside of the mansion that you have to find in order to open it. Mm-hmm. So the mansion here, I believe, is four floors. Uh, yes, it has four floors that you will be traveling through. Um, and uh, one thing that you'll be able to find in here is in which version is it? Um, in red and blue, uh, you'll be able to find a ponytail in here, which I don't think you've been able to find before. Have you? Uh, to my knowledge, no. Uh, I've never, as we've sort of said before, I've never played Red, Blue, and Yellow. I know in Let's Go they're available on what was Cycling Road, but Cycling Road between Let's Go and Generation 1 and the Generation 3 remakes is totally different. So this probably is your first chance to find a Ponyta. Yeah, yeah, which um, is good because I think, as we've said early on, fire types aren't hard to come by. Yeah, well, fire types are sort of the rare... Like we've said, we had a discussion before, and fire types out of the three starters, they are the rarest type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm... Because you can also find, in blue version, you can find Vulpix in here, and in red version, you can find Rowlet. Mm-hmm. So this mansion is pretty much where all the fire types are. Yeah. Uh, so, Vulpix, Ponyta, and Growlithe, obviously, depending on the version, you're limited to Vulpix or Growlithe. Would you recommend adding any of them to your team? Um, I would, because, if, I mean, if you don't have Charmander, having at least one fire type is a good idea. Yeah. Um, it's all really a matter of which one you want, uh-huh. um, because, uh, they're all good. They all only evolve once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Volpix takes a Firestone to evolve into Nine Tails. I, I don't remember if Growlithe takes a stone. Yeah, Growlithe takes a Firestone as well to evolve into Arcanine. So, okay, yeah. yeah, and seeing as they are sort of in different uh, games, then you won't really have to worry about saving a Firestone. Yeah, you can just go back to Celadon and buy one if you don't have one. So. Well, exactly. Uh, and for yellow version, can you get both of them, or do you get none of them? Let's see here. Uh, I did also want to mention real quick that, uh, um, of the three, Ponyta is the fastest one. Yeah. However, Ponyta evolves at level 40, so it would take a while to get, uh, Rapid Ash. Yeah. Uh, um, and yellow version, you can only get Growlithe. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame for Vulpix, but... Hey-ho! Uh, Growlithe is still a good choice, uh, and obviously Ponyta is available in all three versions. Uh, but is there any new trainers in the Celadon Mansion? Not Celadon um, Mansion, yeah. Cinnabar Mansion. Yes, um, so in the mansion there is one new type of trainer, which is the Burglar. Uh-huh. Uh, so Burglars, what types of Pokemon do they use? Obviously at this point in the game you will have a very team and they will sort of be in their mid 40 so they should be able to deal with them no matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, so um, it seems that the Burglars in this mansion use fire types. Yeah. Uh, so fire types, uh, as we previously discussed, uh, Ponyta, Growlithe and Vulpix, weak to water types, but the gym on Cinnabar is also fire types, so you should be prepared to deal with them anyway. Yeah, this will essentially prepare you for the fire types you're going to be fighting in the gym. Mm-hmm. 
And speaking of the gym, if that's everything for the Cinnabar Mansion, shall we head over there once we get the key? Um, yeah, I think the only thing I want to mention is that um, in the mansion, there are, like, books around that you can look at. Um, mm -hmm. And the books kind of tell you about uh, Mew and Mewtwo. Yeah, so uh, I don't think they. I don't think they say their name specifically, but they do kind of. They're like journal logs of like scientists who worked here. Well, I do know a bit about this. Uh, I think sort of the implication is uh, for those of our listeners who have seen uh, Pokemon the first movie. Uh, sort of the opening sequence of that movie is a bunch of scientists from Team Rocket experimenting to create a, another type of a, a sort of clone of the Pokemon Mew and the they sort of do this in a laboratory and they clone it and they make Mewtwo and we'll get to Mewtwo sort of later on when we can actually encounter it but the implication is that the Cinnabar Mansion is the sort of laboratory facility they used in the movie Although, at the same time, it doesn't really make much sense because Mewtwo destroyed it, and obviously the mansion is, like, steps away from the Pokemon Center and the Pokemon Market and the gym, so how no one noticed, I don't know. But that is sort of, like, the implication that is sort of given. Yeah, also, for the record, I love Pokemon first movie. That is a great movie. I mean, yeah. watching it now, it has, it has its issues, but I still love that movie. Yeah, no, I loved it as well. I actually saw, I actually watched the uh, updated CGI one they did uh, a while ago for its anniversary, which I thought was alright, but it didn't sort of have the charm of the original. No, I, I didn't even watch it, so I just <laughs> stick with the original one, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh... Enough about the filmography of the Pokemon franchise. Moving on to the Cinnabar Gym. Uh, yes, so the Cinnabar Gym here uh, is where you'll fight Blaine, who is the Fire-type gym leader. Uh, and the puzzle, I guess, that the gym has is like a trivia game. Mm -hmm. So essentially there's like a computer that you go to and it asks you a question. It asks you a yes or no question. And if you get it right, you can move on to the next one. If you get it wrong, you have to fight the trainer. Mm -hmm. uh, so, questions, uh, I'm assuming, will be fairly easy. Uh, do you have the questions? Uh, would you recommend getting the questions right to avoid the trainers, or would you recommend fighting them for the experience? Um, it really depends on if you... Uh... If, if you want to go for the experience, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, there are uh, seven trainers, um, so it can be a bit of a grind. But if you want the experience to ensure you can beat Blaine, there's nothing wrong with fighting them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, fairly simple. It's not really a puzzle. Uh, as we said, trivia questions are fairly simple. Should be easy to get. I think the only uh -huh. reason... Yes? I, yeah, I was just going to say that uh, now, although the questions are pretty easy, um, there is one question that seems like a trick question, and it's the very first one. Uh-huh. Because um, the very first question is, uh, Caterpie evolves into Butterfree, and you say yes or no. Uh-huh. Now, the problem with this is that the answer is yes. Uh-huh. But I feel like the answer should not be yes, because Caterpie evolves into Metapod. 
and Metapotty Balls in the Butterfree. Yeah. I used to get this question wrong all the time because I would say no, and they would say it's wrong. And I'm like, did the game forget about Metapod? Yeah. Well, there is examples of that in sort of games where games sort of don't actually get the facts right. So it is a totally... In my view, it's totally acceptable you would get it wrong. Yeah, I used to always get it wrong because I always... Cause... I'm just like, Caterpie evolves into Metapod, not Butterfree, but the game would tell me I'm wrong, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, so, as we said, not really any puzzle. You literally just go, press the machine, and sort of answer the question, and you go through to the next room, and etc. And you eventually reach Blaine. So, let's go over Blaine's team, how it differs from Red and Blue and Yellow. Alright, let's see. So, Blaine... Uh, Blaine has, oops, those are strangers. So Blaine's got four Pokemon here. So in red and blue, um, he has a Growlithe, a Ponyta, a Rapidash, and an Arcanine. Mm-hmm. There's four Pokemon. Uh, and they're all just fire. So, yeah. you know, if you've got rock, you got water, you can take them out. Yeah. Uh, um, now in yellow... He has nine tails, Rapidash, and Arcanine. Uh huh. So he gets rid of the basics. Instead of having Growlithe and Ponyta, he just has nine tails. Yeah. Uh, again, sort of all fire types, so rock and water will be brilliant against him, resist, and super effective against him. So. Literally, uh, if you've picked Bulbasaur or if you restore Fossil, you pretty much should be good. Yeah, I think the only thing that you might run into trouble with is in yellow, his Ninetales knows Confuse, right? Mm-hmm. Which he'll use with trying to protect himself from your water or rock types and try to just get you to hurt yourself. Yeah, but um, if your water and rock types faster, then it's not really an issue. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Which can be tough, because Ninetales is pretty quick, especially yeah. since it's evolved. Um, so it would really depend on what Pokemon you use. Uh, trying to think of like a quick Pokemon you could use that might be faster than Ninetales. Well, Gyarados, and we've sort of mentioned Gyarados before, uh, with that being very strong, uh, and I think it is quite fast, but... And there's also lots of water types on the routes leading up to Cinnabar because they are all water routes, so you'll literally just be encountering water types left, right, and center, so. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if you aren't faster than Ninetales, if you can get a good hit in, a good hit or two, mm-hmm. you should be fine to take out all of his Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, so, if you were the fire type gym leader, what team would you have? What Pokemon would you have? Uh, and so on. Uh, I do like the team that he has here in yellow with Ninetales, Rapidash, and Arcanine. I yeah. think the only other Pokemon I would probably throw in there um, is Magmar, because yeah. you have not seen Magmar at all in this game, and I like Magmar, so... Well, I was actually going to say the exact same, and I think Magmar is the only other fire type in Generation 1, apart from uh, the Charmander line, but obviously that's a starter, so I would sort of discourage that. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 
I think that's it for fire types. I really can't think of any other ones that are even in the game. Like, yeah. There's really only like five of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is quite uh well, which is quite a low number, and there is only five of them. And sort of like when well, you're thinking about 150, and there's only five of them we can really name, and sure, they evolve from stuff, but still, that's like, well, it's not even 15, it's like, uh, because, uh, three of the fire types are two stages, so that's six, uh, one of them is by itself, so that's seven, and the other one is a three-stage evolution, so there's only ten fire types out of 150. Yeah, there's like a max of ten, which is, that's very yeah, I think it might actually be one of the least common types, because the only other types I can think of that are less common are Ghost and Dragon. Yeah, yeah, Dragons, there are very few Dragons, but it's supposed to be that way, because I think the only Dragon is Dratini, Dragonair, and Dragonite. Yeah, ones. that's the only Dragon one, so there's sort of Pokemon that are sort of implicated to be, like, sort of Dragon-like, but they are the only Dragon types, and... Ghastly Gengar and Hunter are the only ghost types as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they're supposed to be rare, whereas fire types are not really considered rare. Well, yeah, they the fire types are starters, so exactly. Um, but yes, so when you beat Blaine, uh, you get the seventh badge, and then he also gives you the TM for Fire Blast, which is, I believe, is the strongest fire move in the game. Because yeah. you only get, like, five of them. Yeah, uh, sort of, uh, lots of, I would say, well, I would say the core types, but it has expanded since that now, but there is sort of those special moves that are extremely powerful. Uh, fire types, it's Fire Blast. Uh, grass types, it's Solar Beam. Water types, it's Hydro Pump. Uh, there's Hyper Beam as well. Uh, and Giga Impact. So... I would say, like, they are the ultimate moves, but they aren't sort of considered the ultimate moves. They're, the, like, the ultimate TM moves, I would say. Yeah, yeah, although Giga Impact was not in the game yet. But... Yeah, Giga Impact was introduced later. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, being Blaine, uh, got in seventh gym badge. Uh, so, is that everything for Cinnabar? Um, yeah, that is about it for anything that you would uh um need for cinnabar island uh -huh. so cinnabar is done uh at this point in the game you sort of there's only one there's only like of uh, two areas that you haven't really explored yet uh those being route 21 and victory road uh route 21 takes you back to pilot town so let's cover route 21. all right um, yeah, so Route 21, uh, there's not a whole lot to say, honestly. There's a couple trainers here that you can battle. Um, actually, there's quite a few. Uh, mm. But otherwise, it is literally just a uh, surfing route back to where you started. It's yeah. really not any different from uh, Routes 19 or 20, because it's just blood water. Yeah. I quite like, uh, I quite like it. I quite like sort of game like a sort of like pokemon games where the journey around the route is like the journey around the region rather is like a circle and so once you've beaten a certain gym you're back to the start so i quite like route 21 uh the only other games that come to my mind that are sort of like done in a circular way are 
Johto, uh, not Hoenn, uh, not Hoenn, not, I think Johto's the only other route, well, the other only region that is sort of in a circle from, that takes you back to the start before you head to the Pokemon League, but, yeah, the other one that does a full rotation back to the beginning, yeah, but I quite like it because it's just like, sort of like, because once you sort of, because, Pretty much throughout the game, you've sort of been like going from one location to the other, not knowing what's coming up ahead. But even if you haven't looked at your town map, when you go, when you reach the end of Route 21, you see you're back in Pallet Town and you actually know where you're going now. And I think it's quite nice. It's sort of like a nice sense of familiarity in that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a nice design, so. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, Gone up Route 21, uh, the only other place that you can go is Victory Road, but you can't actually get to Victory Road without getting all the gym badges, so that means there is one more gym in the region that we haven't been to yet. Yes, we got one gym left, um, and to get to that gym, you actually have to go back to, um, Viridian. Viridian? Yeah, Viridian City. Okay, I was going to say, because there's like three towns, there's three cities that start with a V, yeah. and I get them all. <laughs> so, Viridian um, City, obviously you can fly there if you have a Pokemon that knows fly, but if you have gone up Route 21, you're as well just walking there, because it's literally a route away. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, so a place that we were at at the beginning of the game with the old man, and uh, it was the gym that was empty, because it's, it's not empty anymore. So, Viridian City Gym, uh, now, there is some sort of confusion about this gym because it does change from generation to generation. Uh, we'll get to the gym leader in time because the gym leader is a surprise. Uh, obviously, if you've already played the game, then it's not a surprise. But, uh, so, the gym, is it a ground type gym in this generation or is it mixed? Um, so, in this game... In red, blue, and yellow, it is a ground type gym. Yeah, is what they. It's what it says. It's that it's a ground type gym. Yeah, uh, I or quite I think it says that the gym leader uses ground type Pokemon. Yeah, but I don't know if like, the gym itself was. Yeah, uh, so ground type gym. Uh, so what's the layout? What's the objective? How do we get to the gym leader here? Um, well. This is the last part of the game where you have to deal with the uh, the arrow, the slow-moving arrows from uh -huh. the rocket hideout. Yeah. Apparently, you decided to come back, so you have to deal with those. Mm -hmm. That's fun, but... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it is literally just like you're in the rocket hideout again, just sort of have to follow the arrows around and make your way to the gym leader. Yeah, it essentially gives that vibe. Yeah. Because you're just like, there's only one other place that I've seen these arrows before. Yeah. So. And, uh, yeah. Let's see. Going through the gym here. Um, and there's all kinds of trainers in here. Um, there is uh, one trainer type that comes up is the male cool trainer, yeah. which I believe we've talked about the female one. Yeah. But this is our first sort of male one. Uh, Again, very similar to the female one. Well, literally the exact same, just the only thing that's different is their gender. Uh, 
uses a variety of Pokemon, uh, usually quite intelligent and stuff like that, so they will be hard to beat, but very team, and you should be good. Yeah, yeah, essentially. Not not really any trouble, so you've dealt with a cool trainer before. Um, now, the trainers in this game, uh, they do have a variety of type of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, they seem to be a little all over the place. Um, like, you gotta... Some trainers have fighting types, some have poison types, uh, some have normal types, some have rock and ground types. So you'll be dealing with all kinds of stuff in here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so go for the gym, go for the puzzle, go for the rotating panels, uh, get to the end, and who is the gym leader? It's Giovanni of Team Rocket! Yeah, I feel like once you go into the gym and you're dealing with the rotating arrows, like, it would make sense that Giovanni would be the gym leader. <laughs> uh, so, it's revealed that Giovanni is the gym leader of the Viridian gym. This is sort of his, uh, what's the word, uh, legal practice. So he sort of uses his position as the gym leader sort of as a cover for his criminal activities. So... Uh, final gym leader is your Battle of Giovanni. Uh, he is a ground type gym leader, uh, as signified by his teams before, how he has used ground types. So, is his teams different from when he's faced as the rocket leader? Is there a difference between his... Well, obviously there's a difference between his red and blue and yellow team normally, but is there a difference this time? Um, so Giovanni's got five Pokemon. Uh... In red and blue, he has Rhyhorn, he has Dumtrio, he has Nidoking, Queen, and Rhydon. Yeah. Um, and in yellow, the only thing that's different in yellow is instead of Rhyhorn, he has Persian. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, I would say his red and blue version is easier because it's all ground types and there isn't Persian, but... At the same time, I do like the addition of the Persian because it is akin to the anime and stuff like that. Uh, so, if you were the ground type gym leader, how would your team be different? Um, I think the only thing I would probably do differently is... Uh, I think one Pokemon I'd want to have, instead of Dugtrio, I think I would have Golem. Yeah. Because I like Golem. Golem's really cool. Yeah. Uh, again, you've never seen one in this game yet, yeah. so... Uh, no, uh, I would sort of... I would keep the Needle King and Needle Queen. I would maybe switch out Doug Trio for Sand Slash, and I would probably have a Golem and a Rhydon. I think it is the evolution of Rhyhorn. Uh, whichever one's the evolved form, I would have that as well. Uh, I think that would be a very strong team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it still lose to water and grass types, but that's kind of the point. So, yeah. uh, and obviously lose to water and grass types. Uh, obviously, Giovanni's gym is sort of like a stronger version of Brock's gym, wherein if you have Bulbasaur or Squirtle, you'll be fine. Uh, ground type gym. Uh, even if you have Charizard, you'll be fine because Charizard is fire flying, so it's. Immune against ground types, it's just the rock type moves you'll have to watch out for, but water and grass types, and you'll easily beat Giovanni. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 
So then when you beat Giovanni, uh, you get the eighth and final badge. Um, and he also gives you the TM for Fissure, yeah. which uh, is a one-hit KO move. Uh-huh. Uh, very powerful, but obviously uh, comes with a great cost of that. It can barely hit the opponent, unfortunately. Yeah. But Yeah, I think you mentioned before that like one-hit like moves that are one-hit KO, they have some strange algorithm to them that's really confusing. And yeah. so generally... They're not worth using. Yeah, I think we sort of went over this before. It was something to do with levels or health or something, but... Yeah, it's it's confusing, and I don't like it, so I, I've never used it. Yeah. So, that's pretty much it for the Kanto Gym Challenge. Uh, we have all eight gym badges, so the only thing left to do, really, is head to the Pokemon League, which we'll obviously cover in the next episode. Uh, yeah, we, we really are at the end, here. Yeah, so, uh, we'll probably, uh, like, this will probably be a good time to talk about our sort of plans for the rest of the podcast, uh, for this season at least. Uh, so we'll probably be, we'll probably get, uh, Victory Road and sort of all of that stuff done next episode. Uh, episode after that we'll dedicate to the Elite Four and the Champion Battle. And then we'll have one more episode after that sort of talking about any post-game stuff. So, it looks like my time with you is coming to an end! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well... Now, if you ever get too sad, you can always listen back to these all over again. Exactly. While we wait for, we'll wait for hopefully you coming back to do another one with us. So, you should. Pro- yes, of so you should probably take advantage of the fact that we're nearly at the end and continue to plug your YouTube channel. Uh yeah yeah so uh my YouTube channel is uh Chaos Roy C H A O S R O Y where I do all kinds of uh gaming uh like videos and discussions and stuff uh-huh. um and any views or any interest is greatly appreciated yep uh so thank you for listening to another episode of chapter by chapter we really appreciate you listening to us and sort of joining us throughout this first season uh we are still running our contest to win a copy of pokemon red yellow or blue uh, details on how to enter that will be on our Twitter. If you subscribe to our Patreon, you will get automatic entry into that contest. But obviously, if you're not subscribed, you can still pay a fee and it will be sort of like a raffle draw. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of our podcast. We hope to see you again next time. Please follow, share, review our episodes every Saturday coming out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and YouTube. Uh, we hope to see you again soon. Bye.